0: Hey, there's a question here from Haley. What are the pros and cons of renting your property to family? So I touched on this at the top of the episode. I'm going to say family or friends, right? Have you ever rented a property of yours to family or friends, and what was the experience like?
1: Uh, me personally, no. So I've got no personal experience on that, uh, but I have had a lot of clarity calls where people have asked me, "Should I do it?" or "I am doing it, and now what do I do to be able to?" put a bandaid over it or rectify it, uh, generally speaking, there's a lot more cons than there are pros. And and let's start with the pros. I suppose when someone comes in as to why they would do something, they'd, they'd look at it and say, well, I can get it rented day one because my mom or my dad or my cousin or my best friend needs a house and I can give them one and it's in the area and the shoe fits. Okay. That's a positive because we don't have vacancy. Doesn't mean we won't have vacancy down the track when the cousin changes their mind, has to move out. Generally, another positive might be, well, if I need to go around and fix the gutter or the toilet or something like that, I can usually just ring them up and say, look, I'm coming around to fix it. Or might not even bring them up. I just go and do it. Right? There's that. I suppose a easy come, easy go. And in a lot of cases, what I've seen is uh, it it um, doesn't require a property manager because they're paying direct to the owner, and hopefully they're paying when they should be, and it's set up officially. So they don't need the property manager in between to to navigate the the weeds of all of that. They don't need that conduit. So they're probably the main positives that I've seen someone as, as to why someone would do that. However, on the con side of things, usually it's at a lower rent because we feel bad for mum, dad, cousin, friend, et cetera. Oh, we won't charge you that. We'll uh, we'll we'll do a good deed for you just because I know you sort of thing. So you're generally not maximizing your rent. As a result of that emotion, it's all about emotion and that's what comes into play. So they may also say, well, actually, I can't afford this month. Um, Can I play catch up next month? And all of a sudden becomes this administration issue that you never signed up for in the first place. And if you haven't got a property manager to follow that up, then you might not have, uh, you, you might be taking up a lot of your time. There's probably also not a property management agreement in place. It was simply a handshake in the first place. Yeah, you can come in, this is the date you can move in and all of a sudden they've brought a dog and two friends with them and, um, and that wasn't sort of the agreement at the start but there's no agreement in place so it's happening anyway and because they're related or they're a friend, yeah, that's fine, I'll just let them do that. So the, the maintenance on the property or the standard of the property may not be kept. Now you could argue that that can happen to anyone that they don't know. Uh, but, with a property manager in between, hopefully that is is uh, mitigated somewhat. So generally speaking, the cons uh, are far worse than the positives of actually having a family member in your home or even even a friend.
0: Yeah, I had a, uh, I've had personal experiences um, with this scenario. Uh, my cousins had a property. they put their brother in it. And tenant of the year, treated it like he owned it. And it was a really good thing. Literally like the pool needed a new something. He will just go and buy the, the new anaconda or whatever. Like he totally went above and beyond amazing tenant of the year, treated it like, you know, it was his. And, you know, you can get those tenants um, without being family members. One of my properties where I used to live, I got a message from uh, the lady next door. She goes, oh, I'm just letting you know. So-and-so, we'll just call David. David vacuums that property within an inch of its life. Like, so I've got really good tenants. Like, yeah. um, And so believe it or not, everyone, people can be reasonable and you yes. can get good tenants. Um, so that's, a, that's obviously an advantage plus the stuff that you were saying. But disadvantage, it can actually test... Um, I don't know, you might find things about people that are in your life through doing stuff like this that you thought would happen and didn't. Uh, I had a brand new property, first tenant in there uh, were people in my world. Uh, they lived in it for 12 months and they moved out, got the bond back, all good, paid on time every week and all that stuff, good tenants. And then agent calls me, hey, Um the back of every door and every architrave is scratched to buggery and so are some of the walls because they had a puppy. And I've got a view that with properties, if you've got an animal, you can have a pet. I don't care. It's your house. You've got to live in it. Mm. But if your animal trashes it, guess what? You're paying.
1: Mm.
0: Now, for me, I was more pissed off that, quote, unquote, a friend would move out knowing that the walls were scratched to buggery and not let me know. Like horrendous.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Where So I said, we're getting a handyman in. They're repainting all the doors. They had to pull the doors off, sand all the doors, the architraves, mm. repaint them all. And it just really pissed me off because you think as a friend you would and this is and this is like you can't expect people to do what you would do because we can't control people. Yeah, it was just I shouldn't have found out from the real estate no. and you shouldn't have tried to hide that um because yeah. it was a brand new apartment. Yeah.
1: So probably irresponsible that, it sounds like it's a pretty negative experience in most cases, but, but I suppose, Haley, if you're up for it and you really want to do it, I think it's a, it's a case of going down the right sources and saying, okay, get yourself a property manager, they pay their bonds, they pay market rent. And it, it just so happens that it's your family member or friend that's actually in there and that way you've got recourse and you're, you're actually property manager can deal with any issues that arise and you can still stay at arm's length.
0: Yeah, and that was it. Like both of the properties that I had friends in, they were through property managers, they were basically paying market rates, mm. maybe 10 or $20 um, cheaper. But yeah, when I had to have the repairs done, it just came out of their bond. They had no say. no. They had no right. recall because no, you trashed it. It was brand new. You're paying for it,
1: and and if we want to go a step further, the low rent issue comes back to bite if you're looking to lend money down the track. Okay, you rent. You've got a property. All right, what's it rent for? Give me a copy of your, of your rental statement. Uh oh, mm. there's only four ten coming in per week versus four sixty. Mm. Right, that fifty dollars a week might be thirty grand extra in borrowings. And I
0: would say, I want you to work this exercise out in your head, right? I know that there are legitimate people who legitimately want to help out family members yep. and legitimately will charge less rent. Now, along the same lines as what John was saying, like it could impact your future borrowings or whatnot. I had a client once, they had an investment property and his mum was living it and she was working, single lady, working full-time job, right? And they were charging her two hundred dollars a week less. Okay, now that's fine. You can do that. Do what you want to do. But the problem was they wanted to get rid of the property, or they weren't happy with the or something else. I forget the thing. And and I said to him, I'm like, well, why don't you move Mum into another rental? and you physically transfer $200 a week into her bank account and actually help pay her rent. Yep. And it just changed the like, oh, like I've got to give her $200 a week. Mm. (laughs) Like, Mm. well, you're doing it now effectively. So you just got to make sure your logic stands up. If you were to do something like that, have someone have subsidized subsidized rent because you want to help them and whatnot. If you help them and they weren't living in your property would you be comfortable transferring $100 a week, $50 a week to their personal account? Because that's exactly what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And and they might be happy to do that. And that's by far the best outcome I've seen over the journey, isn't it? But
0: it's cleaner. And particularly if you want to keep that property, that property is generating market rent. And then we're helping our family member with a physical cash payment, Mm. whether it's monthly or weekly. And then at least you know that you actually do want to help them and it's not a guilt trip. And you've actually got the money. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials?